It's your boy 40, and this is the We Ain't Spliff Podcast, and I'm currently smoking a motherfucking nice-ass Dutch fill with some Jet Fuel OG. This tastes real lovely. I'm just chilling, hotboxing, fucking chilling, hotboxing, <laughs> nothing, uh, by myself today again. Um, one of these days, I will begin to guest. I just need to set it up so I can have, like, you know, a time where I won't be interrupted with him or her for at least, like, 12 minutes. We can just talk our shit. But, um, yeah, I'm just chilling. Uh, I was having a conversation with a friend, and they had found out some news about their significant other stepping out on a relationship. Now they're not married. But they have been together for a long time. They got kids and everything. Um this person was telling me that they haven't been the best, you know, in their relationship and that they've been slacking for a long time and not showing their significant other the attention that they needed to eventually after a long time in their relationship the person stepped out now does that justify it? That's a real question. Like, does that justify? Is there ever any justification for cheating? Is there ever really a reason to cheat on somebody? If you feel like you can, or if you feel like the possibility of you cheating on them is present. Don't you owe it to that person or even not to that person to yourself to not do that and 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 make make what was already bad worse because even if you felt that during your relationship everything you wanted was not happening and you were willing to stick by this person's side for that long to try to get over the hump and to start acknowledging you and you know doing the things that you want to be done but if those things don't happen does that give you the excuse does it give you the right and even if it's a one-time thing and you are drunk or whatever you want to say, does that excuse it? I just want to know if there's any justifications. That's all I want to know. Because I can see it from both sides. Now, I've been purposely not been putting gender in this conversation the whole time. Because this can go for either either side. 
because cheating is a very harmful thing. And if you cheat, if you have cheated in the past, does that mean that you cheating in the future is always a possibility? Because no matter how many relationships you you get into, if you want to say you're having bad luck with the relationships or whatever, you got to look at yourself, one, and see maybe what you're doing that's uh, allowing these things to take place. And secondly... I was about to say some good shit, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. Well, you gotta look at yourself. And then you gotta, um... You gotta understand that... That all relationships are gonna be perfect. There's gonna be flaws... In a person. That they might not ever change. You might hate that part one thing about them, but love everything else. And if you're willing to accept it, then you accept it. You can't then turn around and then use that as the reason why you stepped out. Because I for the mindset of if you don't like something, get the fuck out of it. As soon as possible. Like you only live one life and you know you can't spend a long periods of time doing shit that you don't want to do cause that only puts you in a shitty mood and you might not even notice it but you might be being rude to other people just because you know you're not happy with what's going on in your life I just want to know if it's really, is cheating ever worth it? Like, is there a crazy story out there where somebody cheated on them and they fucking, now they in love and married that person? Probably a lot, right? It's fucking crazy. But that just lets you know that you wasn't the person. And at the end of the day, that's not your fault. Because when you truly found the one that you really want to be with, cheating probably would never cross your mind ever. Because you love that person so much that you would never, ever, ever want to cause that person that much pain. So it's a bittersweet situation because I'm pretty sure after you cheat if you cheat and you don't get caught it's a difference if you consistently cheating all the time and your partner knows none the wiser I mean for one you fucked up but two she don't know 
or he don't know, or they don't know. So they go on as business as usual. But once you know, it's hard to unknow. Do you ever get over it? on my phone. <coughs> I'm gonna catch y'all on the split side. Y'all have a good motherfucking night or day, depending on wherever the fuck you at in the world. Peace. It's your boy 40 and it's the We Ain't Spliff podcast and uh, you know, just lit up, so you know what I'm on, but it's the playoffs, baby. The motherfucker playoffs is here, y'all. Now, one thing I do love in life is goddamn it, playoff basketball. Man, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's my shit. We got uh we got the, the playoffs starting today. We got actually some real live competition. It's going to be fucking amazing. We got LeBron going against the Pacers. We already know who's going to win that. We got the Sixers going against the Heat. That's going to be a tough one. We got Toronto and the Wizards. I don't think people giving the Wizards a shot, but it is Toronto. They fluky in the playoffs. We got Golden State and the Spurs. Golden State took game one today. In convincing fashion, we got a uh, OKC again. Who OKC playing? I don't know who OKC playing. And then we got the goddamn Houston Rockets, and I think they played New Orleans. It's gonna be crazy, man. I, I, I mean, I know LeBron gonna make it up East, you know, because that's my favorite player. So, and he been out the East for seven straight seasons. <clears throat> trying to make it an eighth, so I got all the confidence in the world that from the East, the Cavs will be re- representing in the finals. It's just this West, though. Like all signs point to Golden State because they're obviously uh, <coughs> defending champions, <coughs> and they got fucking KD. Steph Curry is still injured. Um, I think he's gonna come back in the playoffs at some point, though. So once they get back to full strength, you think it's gonna be a, a what is that called when it's four in a row? Yeah, I know the trilogy is three. Whatever the fuck is after that, you think it's possible? Golden State Warriors and the Cavaliers again? Would y'all like that? Do y'all want to see other teams? the finals i mean if you that's your hometown team of course you want to see him but i'm talking about for maybe somebody who don't really have a team but who really loves watching basketball is it fun seeing the same teams in the finals every year and as much as um people like to talk about lebron losing in the finals does he still get credit for making it seven straight years and possibly making it an eighth I don't know. I mean, 
I feel like you either like LeBron or you hate LeBron. And if you're in the middle, I feel like you lead more towards not liking him. And I don't know why. I mean, I've criticized LeBron for certain things that he's done uh, on the court that I, I've I haven't underst- I haven't understood why he did them things. But his overall impact on the NBA, his overall impact as a player, outweighs it. This man has literally taken over the NBA. And I don't mean just in the sense of winning. I mean taking over the NBA as where that's all you talk about. Any basketball conversation come up. Somehow LeBron name gonna get it. Once you make it to that point, you know you legendary. Jordan get brought up in all the basketball talks. So once you start getting your name brought up in all the basketball talks, you made it to that point. I know his final record isn't squeaky clean like Jordan's. Which separates Jordan from everybody else and why he is considered the GOAT. Because anytime he has stepped foot on that court in the NBA Finals, he has won it. And respectfully, (coughs) even to me, even though LeBron James is my favorite player, I can't sit here and not realize that as of now, LeBron James is, I mean, Michael Jordan is the GOAT. I'll give him that. Right now, this current stage, LeBron's career, he's the GOAT. Now, where does that put, where does that put LeBron though? He already being considered as the GOAT by some who are even more, more fans of LeBron than I am. Well, I mean, I'm a pretty big LeBron fan, but when I mean, when I'm sitting by that, where they like, they not objective at all. You know what I'm saying? To, to the shit. That's a weird me. I can criticize him when he does stuff that you know I would criticize anybody for. But I just feel like when you when you think of greatest of all time, I think it's just more than uh, basketball because it's greater than a player than Jordan was on the court he didn't have that much of an impact off the court besides saying shoes and I feel like LeBron I think that's why he don't have the same killer mentality as Jordan cause Jordan didn't give a fuck about nobody else you know besides himself and to whereas I feel like LeBron is more helping more you know caring so that gives him a little he has the he has it in him, but it's not uh, I'm going to slice your throat and watch it leak all over the court while I'm still shooting baskets. But that's the type of shit Jordan did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, call it what you want. But I'm excited, though. I think LeBron going to pull it off. If I think if Golden State don't get back right and healthy, LeBron going to get his fourth <clears throat> championship. And that's going to put him up there. Let's go put him up there in the upper echelons of, I mean, I think he already second greatest player ever. 
But if he went another one for Cleveland, that's definitely going to put him at number two. That's definitely going to start edging him up even better in the drawing conversation. Because you can't complain. I mean, he got three already. You know what I'm saying? There's There's thousands of great players, you know, legendary players with no wings. He was able to take three teams to the finals and win three times. There's other dudes like Robert Ory who got seven rings. But don't nobody talk about him in the upper echelons of great players. You know what I'm saying? So, what is it? Is it how good you actually are or how many rings you got? Because if you want to say who's a better player, it got to be LeBron. Like, the better player. Not, not fucking... You know what I'm saying? Don't put no rings in it. Like, if I didn't tell you their names and I read you off, like, they, um, they measurements and then I read you off their stats, like, 2K, you know what I'm saying? Who are you going to pick? You're not going to pick Jordan. Jordan 6'6", like, 210 pounds. LeBron 6'8", like, 250, 260. Who could pass the ball? Who could rebound? Who could play defense? You know, his IQ is superb. Like, what do you, I mean, all you got, what Jordan good at? Scoring? Defense? That's two. Everybody knows he a better scorer than Jordan. I mean, he a better scorer than LeBron. Everybody knows that Jordan is a better scorer than LeBron. Everybody knows this. But could you say that Jordan is a better passer than LeBron? Could you say that Jordan is a better rebounder than LeBron? People want to say, oh, he's 6'8". He should be able to average that many rebounds. It's motherfucker seven feet that don't even average that many rebounds. Russell Westbrook is six foot and he averages 10 rebounds. So don't tell me that because Jordan's 6'6". That's not short. And he was jumping out the gym. So why he wasn't grabbing more rebounds? Because he was just trying to conserve all his energy on the offensive end. And that gave him an edge because he was a dog on the offense. Like, it didn't matter if he was in his face. It didn't matter who you put out there. He was going to try to annihilate them. And that's the only difference. He had a tunnel vision to just put the ball in the basket. Which made him great. Which made him the GOAT. Just give me the ball and I'm going to score it. Y'all play defense. Pass me the ball, I'm gonna score. And when I'm doing too fucking good, one of y'all motherfuckers, I'm gonna pass it to. On a rare few occasions when I wanna pass it, and y'all better make the shot. LeBron is the same way. The only difference is he don't got the same reliable jumper as Jordan. Like the jumper is what separates them the most. But he's starting to get that little fadeaway, the little turnaround fade. He's starting to knock it down with a little bit more regularity. But he don't have it like how Jordan had it. You know what I'm saying? Jordan shit was wet, knocked down. You feel me? But career, three-point percentage, LeBron is shooting better. Career, field goal percentage, LeBron is shooting better. Because when you take a lot of jump shots like that, yo, shooting percentage is going to be, you know, pretty low. LeBron is shooting like 56% in the field this year. Whole 82 games, he made 56% of his shots. Like, I don't think when people hear that, I don't think they understand what that actually means. 
but it's in percentages. So you do the math. <clears throat> you know? So and his passing, you know his passing is unbelievable. Why wouldn't you want to pass the ball if you could see the court like that? It's like you almost have to pass it. You seeing the play happen before it happened. You gotta give it up. You like a quarterback. And then when you, if you wanna let's just match it up. Jordan got the scoring. LeBron got rebound. LeBron got assist. They I say they cancel each other out on defense because in LeBron's prime, he was a lockdown defender. And Jordan, you know how he was on defense. But he wasn't always given the task of guarding the best players. Because he had Scottie Pippen for that. So that was able to prolong his career even longer because he was able to not have to exert that much energy on the defensive end. And when he got a team with Dennis Rodman and uh, Ron Harpers and Tony Kukoc and Luke Long, these big guys, you know, with the exception of like Steve Kerr, who, by the way, had hit important shots for Jordan in his career. Then, you know, that, that separates them. But I feel like their defense cancels each other out. Basketball IQ cancels each other out. I mean, they both have high IQs. Who's more athletic, Jordan or LeBron? I give the edge to LeBron just because he's 6'8", 260 pounds. And he's still jumping out the gym. So, really, if you want to go on mental makeup, I'll give Jordan an advantage on that. Because Jordan was a savage. And he was really willing to fucking do anything to win. Even if that meant saying some shit about you that could throw you off your game. The league has evolved from that. LeBron was brought up in the AAU league where everybody was all friends and buddies before they all ended up making it to the NBA. So, yeah, you know, they have rivalries and yeah there's people that's not cool but for the most part they all cool Jordan and Isaiah Thomas was really not fucking with each other you know what I'm saying so it's a big difference between eras that's why I don't even like comparing but in my lifetime that I watched consistently cause when I was I was 8 years old when uh Jordan won his last title you know what I'm saying so I wasn't really watching basketball like that. Then he was on the Wizards. That's how I kind of started watching basketball a little bit more. Even though I'm kind of, I am very grateful that I did get to see Jordan play the few times that I remember when I was younger watching him on TV. But I was younger and I didn't really remember, you know. But when I really started watching basketball, it was right when LeBron was in his senior year in high school, and they put him on that fucking ESPN cover. I seen. It. And I watched his highlight tapes on YouTube. I was like, oh my God, this nigga is about to be one of the greatest players to ever touch the court. <clears throat> and this when he was 18. And a lot of poli- a lot of people believe that too. And a lot of people did. Like people say Lonzo Ball had the most like crazy pressure on him coming from college to the pros because of his dad. But LeBron had immense pressure to be good. And what he do, he surpassed pretty much everybody's expectations. If you could have, if you would have said 18 years old when he before he t- played an NBA game that he would have 
31,000 points, almost 10,000 assists, and almost fucking 10,000 rebounds in 50,000 minutes, nobody would believe it. Oh, I'm sorry, I got interrupted. Somebody was calling me. That's the only thing about doing this shit on your phone. People go interrupt you. Well, I'm going to end this podcast right now because I got to go in the crib. I will continue this conversation at some point. But, um, yeah, I'm about to go watch the rest of these playoff games. So, uh, I'll catch y'all on the split side. It's your boy 40, and we ain't split. It's your boy 40, and it's the We Ain't Spliff podcast. And I'm posted up at the crib once again. Smoking on some fine tree, of course. Um, it's been a lot of shit going on since I last posted. A lot of shit. So let's talk about it. Um, the most recent thing that I can think of right now, because I was just having a conversation with somebody about this, is this Kanye debacle. What the fuck is going on with this man? Uh, I mean, I feel like it's half and half. I feel like he halfway um, going through some mental stress. And I feel like another half of it is he just trolling. But I mean, when he said slavery was a choice, like I feel like that wasn't no troll. I feel like he really, truly, honestly believed that. And that's mainly what I'm going to talk about is because this nigga bugging, like he wildin'. I don't know what the fuck, you know what I'm saying? He on, I don't, I don't know what kind of, he said he was addicted to opioids and he got liposuction and all this bullshit. He did a, a, a interview with Charlamagne where he seemed like he might've had some type of goddamn sense, but this man's is trying to go off the rails. Um, whatever music, he, his album he finna drop, that shit finna be fire. Know that much. Because he finna be saying some shit on there. I wonder if he gonna be as controversial in his album or is he just doing that to get sales? I think he kinda hurting himself if he just trying to get sales because all the people who was waiting for his album to come back out who thought this was all the publicity stunt before he said the slavery comment probably was still gonna buy his album but now after he said this shit I don't think nobody gonna buy his motherfucking album I haven't bought an album since Gucci Man, Stay First Reggie Davis like that's the last CD I bought you think I'm gonna buy another motherfucking CD especially when I can just listen to it all for free everywhere pretty much nowadays The playoffs continue to get testy and heated. Another thing I want to talk about, my boy LeBron, y'all see him. Shout out to LeBron, man. This nigga, he just keep doing it. He just keeps going and going and going. Like it's amazing. I don't know if y'all saw his performance last night. 43 points, 8 rebounds, and 14 assists. He was just fanning away on these suckers. I ain't gonna lie. That, that shit was crazy. I'm watching the highlights like, 
I was at work. So I was going watch the game. I'm watching the highlights on my break. I'm like, what can this man do? Like, he, he is, if you don't want to give him the GOAT, he definitely the second best player of all time. Fuck Kobe. I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. It go Michael Jordan, LeBron James. The fuck is you talking about? And that's not even my opinion. If I had a choice, I'd put LeBron first already. Even though he don't got enough rings, he not six for six in the finals, which everybody loves to bring up for some reason. When Jordan, uh, conversations come up, which I don't understand because if you want to go off pure, pure eye test on who's better, you really gonna tell me Jordan is a better player than LeBron James? Like, are you serious right now? Like, come on now, y'all gotta be fucking kidding me, dog. This shit don't even make any sense. But whatever, Michael can have to go. Whatever. Brown's gonna be the second player. He'll, he'll take second. But he can end his career damn near number one. All categories. <laughs> I done let the blood run out. Fucking talking and shit. So, what else been going on, man? I don't know. I've been just working, trying to save up to get a bigger place. So I can get a uh, room set up for the podcast. I can get mics set up. Even though I don't need a mic, but I want to go the professional route. Get a mic. Get two mics. You know, get the soundboards all set up. So I can get the audio sound crispy. Get some sound effects going. You know what I'm saying? Start to plan out my segments and how I want to talk about stuff. Yeah, man, it's going to be a fun ride. Uh, I'm sorry for the delay in time between podcasts. Uh, I will try to get uh, more content up. I just got to start watching more shit. I mean, I've been watching a lot of fucking politics lately, which is crazy because I never cared about politics at all the whole time Obama was in office. So this nigga Trump get in office, I've been watching nothing but political show fuck yeah TYT Young Turks on YouTube that's where I watch uh, my news at cause they're progressive you know what I'm saying so if you're not a progressive like you probably won't really fuck with the show that much because they they give it to you straight up they give it to you honest they give credit where credit's due they agree disagree uh, good discussion, you know what I'm saying, and I feel like that's what we lacking today in the world is just lack of discussion. I feel like everybody is clicked off, segmented off into their own little tribes, and they don't try to really understand outside of that. And there's nothing wrong with having a group of people that you hang out with more, you know, than anybody else, but also at the same time, you need to get out there, diversify the people you hang out with, the people you come in contact with, whether they be rich, poor, middle class, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, Indian, whatever, you know what I'm saying, like, you need to get into those cultures 
because then you'll start to understand a lot better about maybe the prejudices that you have towards certain ethnicities. Now, don't get me wrong. There's just bad people in the world. We can't escape that. No matter what race you are, there are bad people out here who want to do bad things. And there's nothing we can do about that. That's just how they're born. Or maybe they do learn it or whatever you want to contribute it to. But there's just bad people in the world. And I don't mean bad people like people who sell drugs or people that are near a gang or, you know, what the quote unquote bad people. No, I mean bad people who are murderers, people who have really satanic thinking and people who um, take advantage of women and children and those are the type of bad people I'm talking about like there are people in the gang right now who are good people they're in the gang they might not have committed a crime in their life but they're in the gang there's biker gangs you know what I'm saying the hell's angels there's people in Hell's Angels that aren't fucking bad people too so you can't just exclude you can't just put everybody in a large group there's bad people and there's good people and there's people in between now a drug dealer dealer could be somebody who's in between you could be selling weed which on one end is good because it could be used as a medical use but in the eyes of a lot of people, it's bad because it's quote unquote illegal federally. Like in some states, it's legal for recreational use. Some states, it's only medical. But on a federal level, it's still illegal. Now, if you sell a fucking heroin to people, granted, it's their choice to take the drug. You just providing them with it. But it's the same thing for the pharmaceutical companies. They don't get charged for giving people these addictive drugs. And then when they get addicted on it, what they do? Give them more drugs. It's the same thing. That's why when you talk about drug dealers, I look at pharmaceutical companies. Because these are the people who get them people hooked on opioids. And then once they get addicted to that, and they can't get them anymore or they find out about heroin which is cheaper that's y'all fault because marijuana has been proven to help people lose their addiction to opioids but yet it's still illegal you think that has you don't think that has nothing to do with the government the fact that they are sponsored by the pharmaceutical companies imagine if they legalized marijuana you think people would be going to get pills no they wouldn't they would just go right to their local dispensary get some weed and go about their merry fucking way this is why this world is all backwards man we allow for the pharmaceutical companies to pay off the government officials which in turn gets us addicted because they just push these pills on anybody 
for any amount of pain. It don't even matter. I can go into a doctor right now, say my arm hurts, excruciating pain. They gonna give me some damn opioids. They're not gonna give me no other fucking option besides opioids. You know why? Because if they get me hooked on that, I'm gonna keep coming back, just like a drug dealer. It's all it's a circle, man. The the biggest pusher of drugs do it legal. But let me try to sell some medicines at my house that I feel is healthy for people. They're gonna try to sue me and lock my ass up because I don't have the proper license to be distributing this to people. So fucking what? If I take something and it worked for me and I feel like it could work for somebody else and I give it to them, you're going to sue me? And if I start making a profit off it, you're going to sue me? Because I'm trying to give people a healthy alternative to help their bodies? It's just crazy, man. Like, we've gotten so far away from Don't even make sense. It's not even a. It's not even a reality anymore. Everybody, well, I think most everybody in the world would agree that owning a home and a car or two and being able to take vacations every year with your family and good health, you know, and being able to pay your bills and uh, afford to put your kids through school or if we got free health care send your kids to school and give them the opportunity to become something in this world it's probably every parent's dream you don't need millions of dollars to do that millions of dollars would be nice but you don't need millions of dollars for everybody to be comfortable and just live their life People don't want too much. They're greedy people, but for the most part, people just want a home, a car, you know, be able to pay their bills on time, not be in debt. Like, that's not too much to ask for. But I guess in, in this in this life that we live in now, it is. You ask for that, people think you're lazy. You don't want to work. People work full-time jobs and still can't afford to do that. It's crazy. But, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to get out of here 14 minutes in. I'll do another podcast maybe tomorrow or the next day. Um, until, next, until next time, I'll catch y'all on the flip side. Peace.